Previously on Planet Arcana. The last time we gathered together, it was several days after the crew's fateful final showdown with Scavenge. Recuperating and resting together at Crater's Midmoss apartment, our heroes reminisce on the events of the recent past. Garbazine arrives at the creation point shortly after the fall of Scavenge, unresponsive, carried by a panicked pacemaker who warns the party that their friend may be breathing his last. Each of the crew does their part to stabilize him, but Garbazine teeters between life and death. Until pacemaker's skill and the fortuitous arrival of disasteroid ghost chagrin help guide Garbazine back to the land of the living. Next, the crew make good on their promise to settle the score with our sweaty and nervous Tutor Birch. After some colorful coercion led by young Celestine, our heroes recover their money, and then some. While Birch turns tail and runs, his job as Tutor given to Pacemaker and his tent set ablaze behind him. Confirming that Crater's limbic sensor was not residing within Scavenge, the crew set off into Cransimmon Grove to bid Chagrin a sweet farewell, rejoining their corpse with their lost middle finger and giving them the proper funeral they never had. With a hankering for some good old-fashioned looting, our party returns to Scavenger's secret ice cavern where they discover many treasures, including Effigy's stolen foot, confirmation of Lux Booker's involvement with Scavenge, and a name. The Orchestrator. Back in the present, Riot receives an ocular upgrade and helps Garbazine obtain his first mod, becoming the symbiote he has always longed to be. Hand in hand, Garbazine and Riot solidify their bond, marking the end of a long cycle of violence. What else have our heroes been up to in the wake of their victory? Let us return to the residence of Crater Wayne and find out. can hear you. I am listening. I can hear the cacophony coming from all across the fifth collide. Oh, how I miss you, my dearest darling. I miss the clockwork, the neon, the networks. Desolate biomes. Oh, the fun and games we have planned. But always with the promise that we are on a blinding path of success. You will be tried. You will be compromised. I repeat, we've been compromised. But do not despair. You will see the world. You will know planet Arcana. You will find all it takes is a friend. All it takes is perseverance. All it takes is a little sweat. All it takes is a key. Forward we go in time once more. The crew is scattered about Crater's luxurious apartment, discussing the weeks of the events prior. We've settled the score with Tudor Birch. We've revisited the caves for some treats and some cash, and we've had a little adventure in modding. I want to hear a little bit about what you did with your wheat crater. I think in the week 
after the fight with Scavenge. Like, it's the first time that, like, Crater's really had, like, downtime since we all started venturing this world together a couple months back. I think he's, like, he's thinking back to when he lost control at the Solmazate estate party and how broken he felt afterwards. And I guess one thing that really helped him uh, immediately after that was when Riot had given him some Scalifaxa just to take the edge off, essentially. So, Riot, if mm-hmm. it's okay with you, I think Crater would love how to learn how to make some Scalifaxa just to have on hand for himself if if he, if he were to ever get into that state again, essentially. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So, if you're game, Crater would go into his kitchen cupboards and pull out an assortment of beakers and tubes and like measuring cups and every ingredient that <laughs> you could ever imagine. Crater, I didn't realize that this was for making a product. <laughs> I, I, I did eat cereal out of it the other day. I hope that was all right. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's mostly calcium. So it's 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 going to be fine. Hopefully you're going to have strong rods <laughs> yeah so like yeah if, if riot wants to show me how to make scalifax i think along the way i can maybe give you some insight on the best ways to make rat as well too some okay like tra- trade secrets and you know if we're gonna be starting a business empire together in the new- near future like you know information might sharing. as well yeah absolutely share the assets yeah, okay, let's do this. Fuck it. <laughs> I have no idea how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay, so I'm I'm gonna pour this in in here. Like uh, okay. Uh yeah. I'm, do you have any acid? Uh I got I got citric acid, I got lysergic uh, acid. Uh, oh yeah, I got I got a whole tub of it in the back room here. Yeah, one second. Yeah, sick. Uh, sick. And then like Crater comes back out into the kitchen. He's like rolling a, a like a, a drum. <laughs> like a metal <laughs> drum out into the kitchen and like puts it upright. And, like, <laughs> Perfect. Uh okay. This is great. Oh, oh, uh, sorry. Here are your safety goggles. As oh, well, thank you. Too. Oh, yes. the PPE, sick, actually. Yeah, PPE. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to need solvents. Like, do you have any, like, anhydrous hydrazine or anything like that kicking around? Hmm. I might have a little bit left over from, like, first <laughs> test trial of rat, What guess. about chloroform? Oh, don't judge me, but I got a lot <laughs> no. of chloroform. It's not for what you think it is. No, I got tons of my house. <laughs> we're going to need to discuss that later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Perfect. Um, Celestine's passed out in a cereal bowl. <laughs> <laughs> He's fine. Okay, so we're going to need to heat this uh, and synthesize the two. Okay, so I, I sparked the Bunsen burner. Yeah. And then put the beaker on top. Okay, and then okay. we're going to have to uh, isomerize it, which means that um, like the atoms in its molecules are rearranged through a chemical process. Um, okay, so we need to cool this down and then mix it with uh, an acid and a base and evaporate it so interesting okay well see like you actually know like the science behind this that's funny like every time i've like made a batch of rat it's just kind of like a like like baking cookies like whatever right you know yeah some of this stuff is really like it'll kill you (laughs) so i was like (laughs) i tiptoe with this one because it's like if it's just like a like a micro hair here or there, it can be really quite dangerous. So take note, 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, basically, uh, once we're there, then, then what remains is like a, uh, isolithergic diethyl, forget it. Hey, I'm not too good with them big words either. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not book smart per no. se, but that's okay. I want to ask for some kind of a check to see how this batch turns out. Okay. What do you think, uh, Jay? <laughs> yeah, I would say like medicine or arcana. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, either of those are good. Okay. I'd do arcana. I have like my party favors supply. I have like a, a brewer's kit, essentially. Mm. So like, can I like give advantage on this roll? That's fair. Yeah, give advantage. Yeah, okay. Okay, uh, that's 17. All right. It's looking a little iffy there. It turns yeah. like a couple of weird colors here and there. <laughs> and you're like, I haven't seen it do that before. Um, <laughs> but yeah. it uh, it's it doesn't quite bubble over a couple times, but almost. And then finally settles into that nice uh, resting state that you recognize uh, and perhaps you would like to describe. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um somehow just become like a little uh fragment like a little like thin wafer that you just put on your tongue and it's got like yeah like a chocolatey earthy kind of vibe to it but it's like wafer thin yeah science bitch science bitch (laughs) (laughs) i need to see a cooking show starring crater and ryan where they make drugs drugs. oh my god absolutely and it's called breaking science bitch (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah breaking rad breaking rad (laughs) (laughs) that's funny any day well maybe you would like to walk us through your your cookie batch of cookies crater Yeah, okay. So Rat is like surprisingly similar to Scalifaxa, except uh, instead of like when you start to heat it, once it gets to 110 degrees uh, internal temperature, it's very important. Not mm-hmm. not just like the preheated oven. You're going to want to put in uh, a cup and a half for every liter of liquid you have inside the beaker of calcium. And you're going to put that in there, take it off the heat immediately, stir, let it sit for two hours. Not not an hour and 50 minutes, not two hours and 10 minutes, exactly two hours. Going to put it back on the Bunsen burner for another three minutes, take it off, put it on a baking sheet, put it in the oven at 100 degrees and let it sit overnight. And then when you come back out, it's going to be this perfectly thin coating across the entire baking sheet. Take that out and break it up into little pieces. And Beautiful. then what you're going to do is you're just going to put it back into some water Mix it all up, get a dye dropper and go to your local postage, uh, <laughs> or sorry, go to your local, the fuck's it called? Uh, post a, a, office. A, a post office. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like postal store. D- d- postal <laughs> store. store. I honestly couldn't think of a better term. I was like, that's what it is. Uh, postal store. So you're just, just going to drop it on some stamps and then there you go. Beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's That was awesome. It's uh, going to be a lot more powerful. And like the calcium gives it a little extra kick. I don't know what it does, mm. but it makes you trip fucking balls. And I don't <laughs> know the science behind it. <laughs> Give me like a medicine or arcana for how much calcium balls trip this batch has. <laughs> Again, I have like a brewer's kit. Can I? You can for advantage? sure. You're just so experienced <laughs> that you all definitely have advantage here. Uh-huh. I rolled a nat 20. So. Oh, yes. my God. Oh, a it, perfect badge. Like, literally, just from, like, scraping a little bit under the corner of your fingernail, you can tell that this is the most fucking balls-to-the-wall, triptastic batch of rat that you have ever spat <laughs> wow. out of your oven. Yeah. 
So that hey, those are the secrets <laughs> of the trades. People have been murdered for knowing this, so just be careful yeah. with this information. Yeah. That was amazing. That was something else to watch. And and now I I, I will make a, a a a version of of Ma's sandroach gumbo. It's gonna be delicious. <laughs> I promise. Sandroach. <laughs> Here for it. Ooh, but uh, again, thanks, right? This uh, yeah yeah. This Galifaxa did help. Awesome. I mean, honestly, it helps me too. It's it's good to uh, have to go through it and make sure that you know your shit every once in a while. Uh, And we're gonna have to figure out how to do this on a mass scale. So uh, let's start brainstorming. Yeah, I have some ideas. I'm very excited to see like what the impact of this is down the road there, Crater. You know that the the idea that our our barbarian has some access to Scalifaxa and knowing the effect that it's had on Riot. I'm just waiting with with anticipation. Well. Your party members are waiting with anticipation for your sand roach stew. Gumbo. 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 Yeah, sand roach gumbo. You've you've sourced some good on some fucking good on wilds sand roaches. Sand roaches uh, somehow. And you're making them. And while your party is waiting, Crater, your pip lights up. It's a notification from Gear Grinder. Oh, perfect. You've got a match, my stud. Uh, your match is named Truss Gable. Uh, you can see that he's a construction worker in the area, human on the shorter side, full head of gorgeous dark hair, just as you like it. Four out of five of his profile pictures are shirtless. And how many is he holding a fit? <laughs> uh, four out of five. <laughs> oh, I love a. You know, work hard, play hard. Hey, Riot, mm. can I have your opinion on this? Oh. I'm just going to, like, turn my pip over. Like, oh. Yay or nay? Yay. <laughs> yay. Is that? For sure, yay. Look at that fish. <laughs> I believe that's a muskie. That's pretty impressive. I think, yeah, that's pretty impressive. Oh, my God. Are you, what are you going to do? Uh, okay. I, I, I guess I'll see if he's free for a drink i guess absolutely hey big guy are (laughs) you free for some caesars tonight send you get back a message that's just like a bunch of the martini uh emojis a heart and an eggplant Oh. It is forward. <laughs> <laughs> it's gears grinders, baby. Yeah, true. <laughs> Great, Crater. Did you did you need the apartment tonight? I I can I can find a different bathtub to sleep in. It's fine. It's I'm not I'm not a first date kind of person. Really? And then <laughs> uh, cut forward like twelve hours. <laughs> Crater comes in. Like you just hear like him drop his keys outside the door like three times, and then. He just like you hear the key go into the, into the keyhole, and he opens the door. He just like stumbles in, and then just like goes right into bed, and then just immediately falls asleep. Obviously, <laughs> absolutely trashed, uh, <laughs> and goes right to sleep. Absolutely <laughs> trashed, and oh. you know, in the morning you feel pretty good. It's that nice feeling of having done something really fun the night beforehand and just unwinding. But at the same time, you you do notice that like. You've had a plenty of nights like this, whether it was with a, you know, truss or, you know, just out with friends. Your body just feels more tired than it has in the past. And especially after the intense week that you've had, you're starting to notice just just how much your body is changing. 
and, you know, how certain things are a little more strenuous than they used to be. Yeah. Uh, Crater's no spring chicken. Can I look at that cane that I stole from mm. Tudor Birch? Ex-Tudor. He's just Birch now. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Bless you. Yes, please. Describe the cane. Looking at the cane, I think it's like a silver rod. Looks just kind of like a standard piece of metal you'd find out like a mechanic or something like that with a little handle on top but about halfway up there's an analog switch that has an up and a down position and then in the down position there's a little symbol engraved that's the symbol of a feather and then on the top position there's a little drawing of an anvil cool do you test it out or anything yeah I, i think i've like i've slept beside this thing and I think I've accidentally attuned to it. <laughs> yeah, so like as I'm like playing with this cane, uh, I'm gonna flip the switch, and all of a sudden it just kind of locks in place, and I am unable to move it from like midair, essentially. Damn. Like right midair, like hovering midair. Yeah, like, like I, was, I just had it in my lap, and then like I flick the switch, and then all of a sudden it's just like it won't move. I'm not able to get up, <laughs> holding me in place. <laughs> I think I figure out that I have to flick it back to the feather setting and I'm able to move it around, do a little jump in the air with it. And then as I'm midair, I'll flick the switch again. And again, it just stops in place and holds me up in the air. It's an immovable rod, essentially. (laughs) (laughs) A dangling crater realizes that perhaps the rod is more than it seems. (laughs) (laughs) Let's flash forward then to once more, y'all gathered around crater's place in the present day, a week hence from your fatal encounter with Skivinch. <laughs> Crater has sort of been waxing poetic about, you know, the events of his week. Riots described, you know, a bit of what her and Garbazine got up to. Celestine, tell me a little bit about your week. There's a couple things I wanted to to do kind of related to each other. Um, the first is I want to spend some time with this star belt buckle and mm-hmm. and sort of see what it's all about. Yeah, tell us a little bit about this thing. It looks like what it is. It looks like this nice shiny chrome piece of metal, really solid star shape. I like the idea that you it when it catches the light, it reflects um some different colors and whatnot. What I want to do with it is spend some time figuring out how to transfer the data that is my star map from my current disk buckle into this new star buckle mm. so that it, it, it is now my star map and my focus and my um, my new belt buckle. I think that you're probably able to do that maybe over like the course of an evening or potentially when Riot and Crater are cooking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you spend some of your downtime doing that and then finally it it clicks for you. And as you try it out, you activate the new belt buckle and see, um, and I'll let you describe it. <laughs> Immediately when the star map activates, I can see that this is clearly more powerful than the piece that I was working with before the map is bigger it's bigger it's wider it includes more stars more constellations i can scroll through it to areas that i haven't been able to before and there are certain constellations that i'm familiar with are sharper they're brighter it's an all-around upgrade and i i think that the brightest constellation now on this map the most distinct constellation is the star arcana's constellation Mm. i think celestine's been ruminating on the the star arcana since the fight with scavenge his little moment of reach reaching out for help and getting it in return feeling more connected i think to that 
particular arcana than he has been in the past and uh, and starting to understand that some of what he can do is probably linked to the star arcana not just the natural world itself i think celestine tests it out shifting into his starry forms and the starry forms are more potent there's more stars in the constellations and so you can see more distinctly the shapes of the chariot and the star and and the other stuff that he can do colors are more vibrant you can see a little bit of movement in the constellations they're just more of everything now that's beautiful (laughs) i'd like to donate my old belt buckle to pacemaker at the creation point if you find a young android that that's in need of something like this i I don't know some some storage some something something they can use to kind of focus their energy or somebody that just likes to look up at the stars well i'd like it if you'd if you give this to them. Oh, Celestine. Shoo, 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 shoo. <laughs> you are such a sweet one, are you not? Oh, I, I mean, well, I don't know. I don't know. Celestine just shuffles his feet a little bit. <laughs> oh, Monsieur Celestine, you are most welcome here anytime. And I, I will make sure that this precious part receives a worthy recipient. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate that. I, it uh, makes me feel good to know that it, it will uh, it will help somebody else the way that it has helped me. Uh, thank you, Pacemaker. He bites his fist and wipes a tear away. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I guess I guess that's me attuned to this thing now. For mechanical purposes, it's essentially better spell attack bonus, better spell save DC and a little bit of extra healing, which will be I'm sure mm. will come in handy. So the other thing that I want to make sure that I do, we haven't had a debrief about the box song yet. And this probably, I would say, happened in the very recent future after the the scavenge fight. Folks, um, the most recent message song from from the box that we that we heard. Yeah. I've heard a piece of that song before. What? Like on like Pip or something? No, no. You you'll recall that the first time we were at this creation point when I linked with the server and, and I, I remembered that person, Quintessa Sombra. You mentioned, you mentioned that name before. She was playing a song that I think she was writing. And a part of that song was the song that the box played for us. Huh. So I have to believe that this Quintessa Sombra, who I suppose I used to know, is in some way connected to what we're experiencing now or or in some way connected to the box because I do know she was singing a piece of the song that we heard. I did mention before that it was going to be very important to me to to find this person, but I think it might be important to all of us to find this person. Okay. And uh, I'm going to try and use the networks to do that. So one of the things that Celestine has been doing on his downtime is studying the library book that he took out yeah. <laughs> from the Midmoss Grand Cog Library. Fuck yeah. All of this like network theory and beings within the networks and things like that. I think I've been going hard studying this stuff. I'd like to reach out to Pacemaker and, and Snowshoe and see if Snowshoe can help me understand some of this stuff, guide me a little bit into the networks. So... Let's go back a little bit. As you're telling Crater and Riot about the things that you learned in the book, let's go back to that moment in the library. And I think, like you said, Snowshoe helped you study for a long time, but 
you've just kind of been in the library trying to absorb things and taking things into this book. I want you to roll an intelligence check for me. Oh, dear. Cast guidance. <laughs> yeah, I think I will. I think I will guide yeah. myself. Thank you very yeah. much. Oh, that's a 17. That's good. That is very good. So before we get too into the weeds with that, just to recap what the book was about, it's called Information and Emotion to do with what the PIP networks and what the dream and digital networks have in common. Without reading the abstract again, basically the abstract was suggesting, and in fact the entire paper, talks a lot about how the dream and digital networks seem to exist when you're interacting with it. So what happens when you're not interacting with it? And can you observe it when you're not interacting with it? Very similar to like how light acts as a wave or a particle, depending on whether you observe it. Mm -hmm. Furthermore, the book explores a lot about when you go to rest, you go to your respective network. But how do you end up there? Do you suddenly appear there? Or is there is there a transport route to get there? And if so, can we explore the transport route? Now, aside from that, if you have any questions about the abstract, I am happy to answer them, or just in general about the book. So many questions. <laughs> yeah. Based, based on your check, here's what I can tell you. Celestine, you've flipped through the book a bunch of times, and you remember that Snowshoe talked a lot about like the composite couple, who were two people that were, um, at the time very into modding and being like one was a human and was getting modded the other was a symbiote getting uh like android mods to become a symbiote and at the time that they were doing that it wasn't as accepted as it is now and even now it isn't that accepted so they were pretty famous for like being scientists but they were alternative <laughs> i'll say so you remember that they're called the composite couple and in fact that term even comes up a couple times in the paper and you keep closing the book and looking at the front page and their names are written there and every time you turn away from the page you're like what what were the names i just read it you keep going back to the names and you cannot retain them can i write them down as i look at them can i say them out loud to somebody else you try to write it down and as you take your eyes away from the paper to look at your pen you cannot remember as you try to say it out loud it catches in your voice there is something about this you simply cannot recall their names no matter what you do furthermore you get a name of a lab where m most of the experiments that were held in this paper took place. It is called the Great Regal Exploratory Astrological Technolab, or GREAT for short. Do I know where that's located? I would say with that intelligence check, like maybe you've heard of it in like news because um, it's where they like do maintenance on like PIP satellites and that sort of thing. So it has to do with like astrological, astronomical, sorry, not astronomical. <laughs> um, it has to do with astronomical study and that sort of thing. And it um, it relates pretty specifically to like, you know, they, they do a lot of work with like PIP satellites to keep the networks up. With that intelligence check, one other thing shows up. This is in a footnote. You wouldn't have even noticed it had you not been paying attention. But perhaps with like the aid of snowshoe and like pouring yourself into this book, many experiments that took place in this paper were funded in part by the hot and heavies. Ah, uh, huh. <laughs> okay. 
And that is what you gather from the book, along with further understanding of sort of how the networks work. And you can use that knowledge to fuel what you were about to do. <laughs> Um, and if you have any more questions about the book, I'm happy to answer them. And otherwise, we can just cut back to the moment when you were going to try your new ability. Can I try to detect magic on the book? Sure. To try and yeah. figure out what is causing me to not be able to retain the author's information? Yeah. You throw up a detect magic spell, and it does not seem magical. Huh. How could that be? Interesting. Is there anything in the book about doing something in the networks that I guess what I'm well, what I'm getting at is could these folks have done something in the networks to make their own names and identities just not available anymore? Roll roll an insight check to sort of compile your thoughts from the book as a means to answer this question. Nat 20. Oh, oh yeah. my fucking God. You take a lot of information from a lot of different parts of this book to compile this answer because it doesn't seem like that was ever the intent of an experiment. But you recognize that in one experiment, they did warn about being able to lose information. And you sort of surmise that what you just said could be the answer to the what you're looking at here, which is not being able to retain their names. Is it known what happened to the composite couple? From th This is written by them, so yeah. uh, it's not in this book. Sure, okay, yeah. Snowshoe knew of them. Yes. I guess what I'm trying to gather is, like, is there some sort of common knowledge about, like, oh, they, yeah, they were you know, experimenters and scientists and whatnot, and then they vanished. Make an investigation check. All right. I'm gonna roll that die that just rolled me the nat 20. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 15. Okay. Knowing this information, you go to one of those computers that, like, lets you scroll through old news <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um, headlines. I don't know what those are called. There's probably a name, but you scroll through a few trying to trying to type in composite couple and any other particular search terms that you think would be helpful. And you find one article about uh, an accident at the GREAT, the great, the lab. You don't find any further news about that, but you don't find any news about the composite couple after that happened. Gang, the composite couple are stuck in the networks. That's that's my that's my working theory. But okay, God, I have so many questions about the <laughs> about the books. But I, what I've learned here between studying this this research paper and Snowshoe is essentially how to kind of dip into the networks to observe without actually going under, right? I think that's great. I love that. Cool. This is how Celestine uses the spell Scry mm. for all this research and, and, and studying and whatnot, the goal has been to find a way to connect with Quintessa Sombra, to, to, to see if I can get some information about Quintessa Sombra, um, and I would like to try to do that. Okay. You attempt, with all of the knowledge that you just gathered from Snowshoe, from this book, from just getting stronger, you try to scry on Quintessa Sombra. B, do you want to roll a saving throw? I certainly do. 
Here's what I'm gonna say. The scry spell applies a minus five modifier if you know the target well. And though I don't think you feel like you know the target well because you just sort of re-met them in a flashback, you were flooded with emotions when you saw them that you cared so deeply about them. And there is a part of you that does know the target well even if you don't have all those memories. So I would say we could we could do the minus five. Okay. Well then, please, by all means, take a minus five to your. <laughs> I want to. It is a wisdom save. Yeah. 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 Okay. And what's your DC? Nineteen. Oof. Oh, so okay. you have to get that twenty, pretty much. I rolled a fourteen. Okay. <laughs> the spell fails. So the scry spell allows you to try to extend your consciousness, dip into the networks, as you mentioned, and try to find Quintessa Sombra. Should she be in this plane of existence? And Celestine, this is odd and a little bit disorienting. The scry spell works around you as you get sucked into the vision, a moving tableau of blurry green and blue. In your ears, a low rushing sound and a long plaintive note that extends before it and reverberates all around. It takes you a moment to realize that you're underwater and moving quickly. You're moving quickly because your target is moving quickly, and as you attempt to behold her, you are overwhelmed, fragmented and vast, kaleidoscopic and evasive. Sombra is present, but changed, massive. You recognize her, and yet you can't see her clearly. She's too fast and too much, and you are pulled out of the vision. Oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. I'm definitely going to share what I saw with Riot and Crater. <laughs> so when we were down in Aquacatch, the hags talked about this thing that had happened and awakened. And then we encountered that hummingbird yeah. at that temple of the hanged man. And I was given this, this information that there are three, three beasts associated with the, the coming of the end of the collective journey. And one of them is is associated with the air and one is with the land and one with the water. And I think somehow Quintessa Sombra is, is the, the beast in the water. Uh, How? I mean, Miss Wright, your guess is as good as mine. I, 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 I I haven't the faintest idea. Sorry. I might be galaxy braining this a little bit. DMs, where where was the statue of the fool originally before it got destroyed? It was found outside of Aquacatch in the ruins. So underwater. It was underwater. We found this box that's been speaking and singing to us that was inside of a dog that was a part of a destroyed statue of the fool mm-hmm. that was in Aquacatch where, where, oh, the, where the underwater beast is and now it is singing Sombra's song. Oh, folks, I don't know what this means. I'm going to need another two or three weeks of downtime to figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Sean here. One of your top three favorite players on Planet Arcana, the podcast you're currently listening to. Just swinging by here to let you know that we have a Patreon. You can get access to our talkback show, Recharge. Recharge! And we got a mail club, which currently only have a few spots left. We also got some special stretch goals going on at the moment. 
Like, do you want to hear me learn how to do a Scottish accent? Me neither. But it'll be fun as heck. If any of that interested you, please go over to www.patreon.com slash planetarcana. You can also visit our website at www.planetarcana.com. And now, a word from the Hired Swords podcast. Witness an exploration of imagination. Uh, I cast Cure Wounds. Award-winning level acting. I reach forward, and I open the door. Non-stop suspense. What am I reading? Whose turn is it? And twists and turns that will have you talking around the water cooler for days. Dale, if I hear you say that you're jealous of Davin's necklaces one more time... All this and more in The Hired Swords, coming to a podcast near you. The Hired Swords is a D&D 5e actual play podcast and cannot be held responsible for any side-splitting laughter, falling in love with fictional characters, or general desires to start hoarding fantasy sets of dice. Please listen responsibly. Available anywhere podcasts are sold. There's just one more thing I wanted to do. I just want to really quickly scry on um, Ma oh. because I've realized that it's been some time since I, I checked in with, with Ma and Pa. And in fact, I, I don't think I've, I've made proper contact since I left. They're, they're not really on PIP much, you know, analog <laughs> types and all. They don't really get updates, but for when they go into town. And so I feel like I've... I've probably got them a bit worried with everything that's been going on in the world. And, and, and frankly, I, I've, I've not had much time to, to think it over myself, but I know that there were earthquakes that happened in the good on wilds and, and, uh, and well, I'm ashamed to say that I, I didn't, didn't even, didn't even try to check in on mom, Paul to make sure that they were all right. And so I, I'm, I'm going to do that now. And so once again, Celestine will use this new ability to scry. And I think in this in, in this particular case, well, really in, in, in both cases, I, I think when Celestine scries, it's a it's a, a sort of contemplative meditation looking up at the stars at night. I think that's that's when he oh. when he can do it best. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I think it's uh, finding the, the constellations that you can see the best from Ma and Pa's place in the Good on Wilds and, and letting those guide him into the networks just a bit so that he can uh he can spy on i'll, I'll choose ma i know i gotta choose one person i'll, I'll choose ma and you just see pa balls deep in the flaps are flapping <laughs> Ma's Ma's oh, God. God. <laughs> oh no all right tense a flap and don't come a rapping <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and uh, we're all going to have to have a talk of what we've just done to Ma and Pa. Right <laughs> yeah. now. I'm not entirely uncomfortable. Not okay. I don't want to make Ma and Pa roll against you because I feel like maybe just in their heart they know that you're reaching out. And so I think that the scry automatically succeeds because yeah. it's cute. Sure. I like that. You sort of get sucked into this other place similar to last time as you follow the path through the networks and then trace this vision and you are brought to a very remote place in the good on wilds and everything is as you left it do you want to describe for us what we see ma and pa's farmhouse is a nice long flat rancher the inside is just packed with things floor to ceiling little things that they've each collected over their lives and it's one of those like full but it's tidy 
just has stacks of things and, and, and shelves of things, corn husks dried and hanging on the walls, and over in one corner there's the sitting room and, and Ma's got all kinds of books on plant cultivation. Ma is uh, something of a druid in her own right, and uh, but her her focus is um, is much more earthbound, and you know much more uh, connected to plants and whatnot. So I think that you see just some jars of herbs and stuff like that, and some books on druid craft and horticulture. It's the type of place that you walk into and feel like you can just drop down on the couch and and relax and and be at home um, immediately. And we see Ma, uh, a middle-aged woman with brown skin and a thick, long braid of slate gray hair. She wears loose, earth-toned robes and half-moon spectacles that sit down the bridge of her, her rather prominent nose. She's got a stern look about her, but this is kind of betrayed by the smile lines around her eyes and her mouth. She's serious when she needs to be, but she's quick to laugh and she knows how to have fun. Ma's absolutely just nose deep in a book for sure. Pause in the oh, kitchen God, doing some cooking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ma's nose deep in a book and Pa's nose deep in Ma. There we go. <laughs> uh, yes. um, oh, fucking. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> now, 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 Pa, there's a position in this book I would really love to try tonight if you're, if you're agreeable. <laughs> And Celestine pieces out of that scribe real fast. <laughs> Jesus. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. It's a. It's a. It's a quiet evening at home. Nice. They seem to be safe, unharmed by anything that was going on in the world, and content. That is most certainly a relief. Is there any other business you'd like to wrap up in this vignette? So I've got this specter coin, mm-hmm. and Uncle Edict when. I ran into him at the Solmazade estate, said something about being able to alert him. I'm not sure that we can communicate. Uh, maybe you guys can remind me of what exactly is possible with this thing. There is some ability to use it as a link to Edict, but I don't fucking know what I want to do with it now. I was going to reach out to Edict and talk about like, yeah, the specters are, are are slinging rat and all this, right? Like super bad, but it seems that Uncle Edict is the reason <laughs> yeah. they're doing it. So I don't know, like Crater Riot. Do we, do we have any thoughts about what we should, what, if anything, we should reach out to Uncle Edict about? I mean, <sighs> we could feed him some misinformation, I suppose. Or I also wonder, is it is it a good idea to even continue to carry this coin? I feel like Jay Detective might have some good things to say about these kind of objects, about this kind of like strategizing as far as as putting people in a tight spot. Would it be worth it to to wait? I was going to say the exact same thing, right? Just as like a reminder to you, Celestine, last time you saw Edict, the info he gave you about the coin is that like having it on you did not allow him to just find you. All right. Well, I think then if Uncle Edict is not able to track us by having this coin then I, I completely agree let's wait till we see j detective and and perhaps he's got some insight on this but I, I i'm not keen any longer to to make contact with with edict after what birch told us no no let's make a plan first uh, i think that is that is wise Whew. let's zoom out of this 
vignette and come back to the present moment. There has been a lot to discuss about the events and the revelations and the growth of the past week. You'll feel somewhat recharged, though full of questions, as you kind of maybe share a drink, uh, awaiting another message from JD, which he has promised will come. And indeed... Drivers are on the way, definitely this time. They'll be there within the hour. See you in Paragarden. End recording. Oh no, Ooh. we're going to Paragarden? What's wrong with Paragarden? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, as Crater makes that remark, Riot, you recall Paragarden, 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 what was it? There was something about Paragarden, and then it hits you. The address on the letter that Teaspoon gave you. Oh, fuck. And perhaps you pull it out, and perhaps you read... 26 Chantry Way, Sector 5, Paragarden, comma, Thoroughlush. Oh my god. If I'm not mistaken, is Paragarden not where CGA is being held? (laughs) (laughs) Folks, we have only had drivers once before. Oh my god. (laughs) Please god. And uh, I think we're in for for another musical ride. Why would you think that? (laughs) My... God, I didn't even think about that. Okay. What the fuck were their names? It's it's gonna be so rude if we don't remember them. Babra and um, honey poo, H- honey honey, it, honey, pot? honey bear, honey pot, honey pot. No, honey pot doesn't make any sense nor sound right at all. We definitely better not call them that. That would be embarrassing. Uh, it was it was sorry. It was Beyblade and Bunny Hop, right? <laughs> Crater, as always, you are correct. That is absolutely what it was. So maybe, perhaps, knowing that this uh, this ride is incoming, you might send a little ping over to Pacemaker for a quick video call. Why? <laughs> oh, well, maybe you don't. Fuck that guy. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, if you don't, if that's okay. If no, you don't no, 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 no. I was just joking. Of course, yeah. Oh, it's Critter. Oh, Critter, how is it going? We are running this creation point so amazingly. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you, it is so refreshing to be around all these young androids. They have the whole future ahead of them, and I don't have to do surgeries anymore. I'm having a great time. How are you? You know, I'm I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm I'm back at the old place here. It's been nice just to kind of come back here and relax for a few days, like doing some housekeeping items. Oh, such a cozy. Yeah, I, I'm glad. I'm glad that I'm glad that you're having fun out there. I am. I, are you going to come up and visit soon? Snowshoe said I could do a fire on the barge this time. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I promise you, but don't don't mention it to him. <laughs> oh, crater! Can we stick around for the barge fire? <laughs> Uh, I think I think we're going to be going out of town for for a little while. Hopefully, we come come back soon. Um, hey, I was going to ask if you can do a favor for me. Anything, Crater? We're trying to get some confirmation that this person exists. Can you please keep an eye out for this mysterious man that lives down on the dock? <laughs> <laughs> There's, there seems to be some objection from some people that this person exists, but I, God, it just felt so goddamn real when, when we met him. Uh, are, are you talking about old fucks, Rington? I, I am talking about old fucks. You've, you've met him. Peacemaker was there with us. Peacemaker yes. was there. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. <laughs> no, no, it's 
okay. I was definitely hiding for the entire thing. <laughs> Frankly, I was terrified as soon as I saw that giant pile of garbage move. Oh, <laughs> you want me to find out where old Fox Warrington is? It's terrifying. But look, I will I will report back to you with with old Fox news if you want. Is this a video call? We. Oui. <laughs> Thanks, pacemaker. Uh, I want to just jump in from the background. Oh, pacemaker, can you tell? Uh, can you can can you get word to uh, Tudor Spruce that to tell Linger to meet us in Paragarden? Tudor Spruce meet in Paragarden. We are yeah, absolutely. Uh, so are you, you're leaving now? Uh, pretty soon. Yeah, we have bags packed. We're ready to go. Yeah. I know you wouldn't be staying for long. I, I must say it was so nice to have a week where, you know, I could jump in, say hello, and just like old times, only better. And I hope next time I see you, Crater, it will be even better yet. And just once more, I I hope that we can go back to the ways we were before someday. Hey. I know I have some trust to earn. Shush, shush. You've, eh, it's water under the bridge. Um, <laughs> you've helped us more in the last couple of days than than i could have ever hoped to ask for so for right now let's just put that put that behind us move forward i'm glad you found someone like snowshoe i think he's a good influence on you oui. you know you have you have a second chance here ah, great. <laughs> okay 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 why is the phone vibrating? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, you can turn that off in the settings. <laughs> All right. J'adore mon ami. J'adore Greta. Merci beaucoup pour... Dude, I'm so bad at French. You know that about me. I, I, I can't. I, <laughs> Your accent is really improved, though. I, yeah, I'm learning. Yeah. Uh, J'adore Greta. Yeah. Pouton, mon ami. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oui. <laughs> That's a little oh, Easter egg for French listeners. <laughs> <laughs> There's another knock at the door. Crater, come in. Are you expecting somebody? <laughs> I mean, okay, well, or, or come in. <laughs> Garbazine walks in. Hey, uh, sorry, there's trivia night tonight, and I need a team. So do you guys want to, do you want to sign up? Oh, Crater, we got to stick around. There's a, there's going to be a barge fire. We could do trivia night. We can spend like one more night here, right? Wait, what are you talking about? Well, there's a ride coming in an hour. Uh-huh. I mean, depending on who it is, we could get them to stay with us. Where are you going? Um, we have to go to Paragarden. Mm. We've got to get moving on, uh all this stuff that we've started to unearth and get back to our contact and yeah the thing is garbazine it it seems like scavenge was just one small cog in a much larger machine and uh as bad as it was all the stuff he was doing i think he was taking orders from somewhere and there's worse stuff going on and i i think we need to to see this through and right now that that means leaving you could come with us? You could absolutely come with us. No, um, thank you. No, I, I need to get away from this for a little bit, I think. I get it. Um, yeah. You know what? If you guys can take on Scavenge like you did, you can fucking do anything. Um, but I... <sighs> I just want to be still for a little bit, I think. That's fair. Hey, Garbazine. Mm. 
Do you want a house sit for me? You want a nice place oh. to stay while you... Like, no, no pressure. You can leave whenever you want. Just make sure you lock up. And don't oh. eat cereal out of the bowls in the third yeah. cupboard <laughs> on the right. <laughs> Are you sure? Hey, someone's got to water my cactus. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I will watch your house for you, but only as long as you need it. And then when you come back, we can talk about other arrangements. Sure. I'll get up and take out my key loop. Hey, the only rule is uh, in the back room there, don't touch my drum kit. That's that's it. You're a drummer? Yeah, are you a drummer? I, I, haven't, I haven't played in many years, but... Oh uh, my god. Okay. Crater, I never knew this about you. Remember we were going to form a band? You were, you were going to, like... I didn't know you were, like, a practicing drummer. Oh, dude, like, I played, like... I played like marching band. You have like, a drum kit. I know. I wanted to learn. Um, oh I don't my know. I, God. I, I can do a little like one, two, three, four hi hat bass drum <laughs> bullshit, but <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so anyway, yeah. So it's. Well, I can't wait to hear. Yeah. I mean, me too. Listen, I'll I'll make. I promise you, I won't touch it, and I'll make sure that no one touches it. I'll make sure that nobody fucking gets in here. I I will watch the shit out of your place, crazy. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Hey. hey I. Uh, trust you with my life so I can trust you with my place so Hmm. here you go I hand over the keys you see his eyes well up um, and normally when this has happened before the few times it would be like a little bit of oil that leaks but because of his new mod this absolutely horrifying um, (laughs) of some blood leaking out of his eyes happens in front of him Oh, um, uh, you've got a little, what? little something on your. F- oh, no, you, uh, it's. I oh think you're God. leaking Caesars. <laughs> I cast shape water to oh put the tear back in. <laughs> shape blood. Garbazine struggles with words for a minute before just kind of like going and hugging each of you. Right. I'm really glad we met you. Yeah, me too. I'm, 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 I'm real, I'm real glad you're my friend, Garbazine. <laughs> yeah, me too. Don't fucking die or anything like that. <laughs> no, I mean it. Well, try. Look, I mean, we're going to do what we can. I, yeah. <laughs> no promises, but like. Yeah, I, nobody here looking to die. <laughs> but you too. You, you, you keep yourself safe too, you know? Mm-hmm. Just uh, just just take it easy for a while. Yeah, that's the plan. All right, garden hose. <laughs> what did you just call me? Sorry. Garbage. It's been great getting to know you. <laughs> <laughs> he initiates a group hug. A group yeah. hug. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. The realest goodbye ever. Just It's went a down. see you later. It's a the see you later. The realest yeah. see you later ever mm-hmm. just happened. And Midmoss is, is a little different than it was when you arrived as you um, grab your stuff. Perhaps less stuff than you imagine because of the bag of holding and uh, (laughs) make your way down to the spot near the river that uh, JD has indicated. Your ride will arrive. You wait there for a bit and then you can hear it before you see it. Actually, (laughs) you can feel it before you see it. A low rhythmic vibration that comes up through the ground and goes all the way through you. Then, (laughs) then you hear the beat. A hip-hop beat. (laughs) Then 
you see a Nautilus vehicle erupt from the surface of the river with fanfaric volume and a spray of water they emerge. With thunderous emotion, you recognize them through the Nautilus window at the same time as they hurry to open the hatch. You are looking at Baber of Yelsing Baby to the moon! Hey, that's That's my line. And with thunderous emotion, I am Honeypot. That was the best entrance yet. Crater, they stole your line. Uh, yeah, that's like, that's, there's gotta be some sort of copyright on that, right? <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> I, I'm Honeypot. And as I said, I'm Babera. And what's all this about stealing? Who are you? Um, we have met before. We spent several mm. hours in a Nautilus together on Rat. You played us your mixtape. Oh, damn. Are, are you trying to big time us right now? Like you don't remember us? I think they are. They're trying to fucking Honeypot, do we remember them? I honestly don't remember them. Oh, wait a second now. Wait a second. What That one looks familiar. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. I think they're right. <gasps> yeah. Oh my do you God. remember an aqua? Remember an aqua catch? And we, can, we were together <gasps> for a, bunch a of long drugs. time. A, a, yeah. like, an excruciatingly long time. You wouldn't share your piss bottles with us? <laughs> you don't piss, big boy. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> also, like, that doesn't narrow it down at all. <laughs> yeah, we've we've denied the piss bottle to a lot of passengers. <laughs> anyway, shit. Get in. We've got somewhere to be. Get in. Okay. We'll talk on the way. <laughs> yeah. We're already in hot water with our boss. We are like days late. Yeah. We know. We've been waiting for you. We took so many detours. We had to get Doritos. (laughs) Five times. Do you have any left? What? I mean, none that I want to share. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how good of a time we have. Yeah, yeah. You have to, like, prove yourself to us first before we, like, share our Doritos. (sighs) Okay, let's get get it in this thing. We need to see JD Detective. Uh... Okay, I'm gonna pop a Scalafaxa and then get into <laughs> I'll follow you into the dark. Celestine rolls just a cannon and, and hot boxes the, the Nautilus. I think it's all coming back now. Oh, yeah, no. Wait, did we buy weed from you in Aquacatch? You motherfuckers. Oh. Oh. No, you most I certainly did not. I swear that was it. No, oh, you would be so mad if we forgot you. <laughs> we definitely remembered both of your names with perfect accuracy. We were discussing it just before you got here. That's so flattering. Oh, I'm not surprised, but I appreciate you. All right. So you pile into the novels. <laughs> <laughs> I think very frustratingly, uh, they insist that they have never met you before and if they do they keep guessing totally wrong about who you are (laughs) and other small uh minutia is discussed (laughs) before uh honeypot looks at babra babra oh i know that look in your eye i'm starting to feel a little groovy are you feeling groovy honeypot i'm feeling so groovy look if y'all are good sports about this you might get some doritos Oh, do you have Cool Ranch? Oh, that's the only Dorito I nosh. (laughs) Hit me with that music. As they say that, they slip a tape into the tape (laughs) play. Full eye contact. Here I go. In West Viridesia, born and raised, hitting parties with Babera most of my days. Chilling out max at my parents' estate and just living at large like a true soul mosaic. When a couple of guys I was trying to hit 
claimed I'm only famous because my parents are rich. I trashed <gasps> one little hotel room and my mom got mad. She said, you're a frivolous boy just like your dad. He whistled for a cab, took it straight to my place. Bitched about a future while we got shit face. So Conveniently, I was pissed at my parent too, so I said, I'll be this crazy, but I, I want to run away with you. Well, what if we join the scrappers? That, that sounds really cool. Let's do it. Anyway, we... Pulled out of that city, went straight to Phantom Miles, racked up a gambling debt, but in style. If anything, losing really bad was our plan, so we finessed that debt into a job with demands. Right. Shout out to you, boss, thanks for not breaking my fingers. Yeah, shout out to you too, Margaret. Oh, yes, Margaret, of course. We really appreciate the time. We love you, Margaret. We really like this oh, We just adore you. So that's a little taste to how we came to be. Yummy. Driving this Nautilus criminally. Now we're scrapping supreme, yeah, that's how we left home with only several thousand dollars and a chaperone. Take it, chaperone. Well, okay. I'm chaperone, and I'm here to say that I'm gonna rap in a major way. And this time I thought about this verse I'm laying down, and you're not gonna frown. Oh, no. I mean, chaperone. chaperone. Chaperone, that was, it was so bad. That was really bad. Again, that was really bad. We talked we about talked stopping about the trek that way. You can't yeah, stop every that time, way every chaperone. time. I like the line about frowns, but maybe next time something like turn those smiles into turn those frowns into smiles. See, it doesn't work because smiles has to come last. It has to come last, chaperone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you two were fucking fucked. Oh. My God! Wow! Fucking! That was beautiful. Yes, I loved it so much, and Celestine loved it too. Celestine is is halfway through this 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 phenomenal joint and is just clapping, absolutely clapping on his feet to the degree that he can be in the Nautilus. Yeah, lay it down, cowboy. Oh yes. Oh, what a reception! With thunderous emotion. Thunderous emotion. It was good, right? You want to hear it again? I. I do. Yeah. I really do. I'm sorry, folks. I, I really want to hear it again. That was one of our stops. We, I, I think you could tell by the recording, but we had to get rid of chaperone. <laughs> what? When you say get rid of, what? What did you do? I don't know. Dropped her off somewhere. Yeah. I mean, we sort of we were told that we were picking up three people in the Nautilus, and as you know, there's only space for for five, and there's two of us, and so we were like chaperone. <laughs> space for six. You've just got one seat full of Doritos. That's the Dorito seat. It's the Dorito seat. They need a seat. It's very important. I I I, I get Doritos it. ride shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> Don't touch. But I, but I like the song. All right, you can have one cool ranch. Oh, just one, such a tease. All right, two. It's so hard to have one or two. Yeah, it's, oh. it's, it really is. I mean, but thank you. So, are you two gonna be like? Is this gonna be one of the songs you play at CGAs? Is that is that what this mixtape is for? Oh, you heard what going? Well, you actually told us. You, you told us that last time <laughs> we saw you. I think you told it to us repeatedly. Uh, 20 episodes ago, you mentioned that nonstop, <laughs> yes. Hmm. Did we? Yeah, over and over. You motherfuckers are... We're really humble. You, you, you two are driving me to the boot. I, I, I swear to God. You better watch out. <laughs> yeah. I will bill you. Bill me for what? Excuse me? That That's his... Um, never mind. <laughs> if I see one goddamn shirt with that... <laughs> that's hang on CGA. Oh, shirts. Gonna, that's a great t-shirt. No, we need to start t-shirts? making merch before they do. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> 
Uh, but yes, we are planning on going to CGA. We actually got a uh, special admission. We didn't even have to audition. Did you? Not even once. Did you actually get special admission? Of course. Yeah. Probably pretty easy when your uh, step parent is Patricia, right? What the shit? <laughs> <laughs> How do you know that name? Well, we get around. Yeah. Like, for one, one of the songs that we heard from you two specifically mentioned Patricia. And we actually mm-hmm. met them at at a party. No big deal. We're kind of hot shots, too. Oh, my God. Um, you saw Patricia recently? How are they? I don't care. You know what? Never mind. <laughs> they're not my real mom. Hey, DMs, how did Patricia fare in that hostage situation that broke out at the oh. San Jose State? <laughs> I think there was no mention of Patricia in, in those articles. You know, don't worry. I'm going to assume that no news is good news. Yeah. So... You know what? Patricia's doing just fine. Yeah. Well, also, like, Patricia is, like, in with us, right? I mean, she's not, you know, she's, they're not going to take her. What are the Diblos going to do at the Soul Mazeta state? Yeah, that's true. Oh, my God. They would never do anything. I like Patricia. I know she's not your real mom, but I have to s- Look. Yeah. I can't talk about this right now. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm baby. I'm so sorry. We don't have to talk about it right Why now. Why don't we but, talk about your parents? But also, speaking of parents, I mean, let's... It wasn't Patricia that got us in. It was obviously... Right? I'm not supposed to say it was obviously like my contact, but I'm not supposed to oh. say who it is. Yeah, it's really... It's not oh, cool. Oh, come on. To... You can tell us. <sighs> Fucking persuasion. <laughs> can I cast Charm Person? <laughs> oh <my laughs> <God>. <laughs> I'm gonna roll. <laughs> so I can make a wisdom saving throw. I rolled a 14. <laughs> nah, not gonna cut it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are you asking? Well, seeing as we're as we're pals, you can you can tell me. You can tell me who was your contact, who got you in. I won't tell nobody. Oh, one of my weaknesses is that I just have such a big heart and I'm always so willing to accept new pals so quickly. Honey pot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've just never seen you like this. Oh, I mean, babe, don't worry, you're still my number one. I just Oh, thank you know, God. I, yeah, I mean I just you know, I'm trying to be cordial, I'm trying to be polite and oh no, it just it wasn't Patricia that got us in. It was obviously my mom and dad who pulled some strings and uh, just let the judges know what they were in for, which is a massive uptick of extreme talent. Extremities. That is Team Sprocket, which is us. Who are your mom and dad? I'm not supposed to say. Oh, oh come, come on, on, we're buddies. We're yeah. friends. <laughs> no, it, it compromises Dish. us. Here, and I hand over the joint. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Potty Pot takes a huge fucking hit of it and just like coughs for five minutes straight. <laughs> I pat Honey Pot on the back. There you go. Yeah, that's right. Get it all out. Get it all out. Now, come on. Who are your parents? Well, they're so rich. So, you know, chaperone helps with the like the sort of the in-between person and whatever else she does or whatever. But hmm, I'm really not supposed to say mommy told me not to. Being being rich is nothing to be ashamed of. The best people no. in the world are, are the rich. I'm, I'm obviously so, I'm so proud of being rich. <laughs> Absolutely a huge part of me. And I'm how so dare proud you. of you for that too. Thank you, Babra. <laughs> Come on. Come on. It's all right. You can you can tell us we're all friends here. We're we're getting high together. We're sharing Doritos. It's a it's a good time. <laughs> okay, well my well, I mean my 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 dad is the one with the money and my dad is 
Bonbon the rat or something. Bonbon? I didn't say it, did you? No, I, I didn't hear anything. That just came out of her mouth. Yeah, that came out of your mouth. So you're a Solmazate then? I mean, in name and blood. So. And right. wealth. And wealth. <laughs> <laughs> but what else? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't define him. Yeah. Wow. That I look, I mean, that's uh congratulations are in order, I suppose. Uh, I mean oh well mm-hmm. done for being Thank you. born into a to an, an exceptionally wealthy family. That is that is some good work there. Thank you. you. you you've done a good job. I have worked so hard in my life must be really to hard. amass this wealth. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just think it's like oh, my my mom had such a tight leash on me, and she was always like, don't tell people that I'm your mom. Or rather, she was like, don't tell people I'm your mother. Oh, my oh, God. Really good impression. That gets me every time. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, oh she's terrifying. She is. But anyway, we, we don't need them anymore, right, honeypot? No, we don't need them. We're on our way to CGA, and we're going to win. Yeah, aside from the CGA invite, we are fully excommunicated from them Ex- on our decisions part communicated so for bitch. sorry folks <laughs> <laughs> for clarification we're, we're to understand that mesmera is uh honeypot's mother you said it not me <laughs> <laughs> i just got the chills do you think she's gonna find out nobody's gonna find out i promise I have a question for you too, or for you. Sorry, specifically. When's the last time you you talked to your your mom and dad? Mm, it's been recently. Not since I became a world renowned scrapper. So that's been like, gotcha. You know, a year or whatever. I just assume that anytime she like really needs me, or if I really need money, like chaperone sort of the in between person. But it hasn't. Nothing's come up. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I was just mm-hmm. just. I'm sure they're fine. And uh, why would you say it like that? I, that was weird. That was I, weird. I'm not good with with words like you two poetic geniuses are. <laughs> All right. I like you. Phew. Do you want a Dorito? <laughs> yeah. Please, for the love of God, yes. Hey, you go, big boy. <laughs> mm, wow. It's cool and ranch. Right? How do they do it? How do they get both in one ship? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is great. Okay. <laughs> Travel on. <laughs> A trip that would normally take maybe 12 hours does take you about 18 to 20 because <sighs> multiple times they spot families of narwhals playing. And oh. follow them instead of oh. going on track. Oh, no. I'm, oh, it's I'm good luck. That. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. fully, I, yeah, fully in for that. Are narwhal horns similar? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> They're the unicorns <laughs> of the sea. <laughs> Make a wish, honeypot. <laughs> Let's not explore that. <laughs> Wait, are there unicorns of the land? <laughs> I mean, you have we horns. We have horns. <laughs> yeah. right. Dang it! Right. Okay, Crater, take this joint from me. I have had far too much today. <laughs> So Steve looks down at his boots that have two unicorn horns. <laughs> right, right, dang it. Oh Fish are just like seabirds, aren't they? Whoa. <laughs> oh, damn! Well, you push on through. Finally, you approach the destination that Team Sprocket is taking you on a multi-detoured trip. It's the scenic route. It's the scenic route. That is generous. The Nautilus pushes through the northern ocean of the cold breaks on its way to the teleportation circle. The headlights of the Nautilus illuminate massive schools of fish and forests of tangled seaweed as they materialize out of the vast blackness. Finally, after several hours and a couple of detours around some icebergs, Honeypot steers the Nautilus towards a sea cliff. 
On the side of the cliff, you can make out a teleportation circle, seemingly carved into the rock itself, with a pattern composed of coins and eyeglasses. Anybody scared of teleportation circles? I am! Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> that one stays in the Nautilus. Oh. You notice that this time it's it's a smooth ride. I feel like every other time that you've encountered a teleportation circle, there's been something fucking going on. So this might be your first, like, actually as it's intended to be, teleportation circle experience. It sort of feels like your atoms are being compressed, but rather than torn apart last time, it's somewhat comfortable. It could last like maybe five seconds and you feel like superheated. And then from the ocean and into a large windowless room. And as you disembark and the Nautilus kind of drips dry, the room you appear in smells kind of like salt primarily, probably left over from previous travelers who came through an ocean teleportation circle. The same coins and spectacles pattern is drawn on the floor at your feet, and outside of the room you can hear the telltale signs of those enjoying themselves. The giggles, the clinking of glass, the low boom, boom, boom of a dance beat. The walls are lined in hot red velvet, but is more or less empty aside from one door above which sits a sensor that lights up as you step off the teleportation circle. A few moments later, the door opens and a silhouette appears in its frame. He wears a trench coat, <laughs> and fishnets. You're not unfamiliar with dangerous situations, but the past few days have left your nerves racked and your muscles tense. And without the promise of a deep tissue massage, as the hours become days, the tension builds. Finally, someone approaches the barge. Though you promised to stay here awaiting the potential return of Garbazine, someone else has been at the forefront of your mind. And finally, he approaches the barge. It's Pacemaker. He's home. And in one piece. I don't let Pacemaker finish the sentence. <laughs> I immediately just wrap my big muscular arms around him. And oh. hold him very close to me. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Oh, it is so nice to be back with you. I cannot tell you how stressful the past several days were. It has been so long. It's been much longer than I ever want to be apart from you again. Shall we do our special handshake? Okay, now, now the jump. Okay. And, uh... Oh, this... This is the art part. Uh, wait, no, no, not the... Ah. <laughs> Fantastic, mon amour. Ah, oh, mon petit flocon de neige. What? What happened? Oh, what did not happen, my friend? I tell you, I, I snuck in the bushes. I flew high above the tree line. I saved the life of Garbazine with a little bit of help from our friends. And now I return to you, heroic, triumphant, and with a little bit of exciting news. Exciting news? Oui, oui. Let me just... Run an idea by you. How would you feel about becoming couples tutors? Ooh, la la la! Pardon? Le couple tutors, you know the creation point uh, where tutor Birch, well, you, you know tutor Birch. I... Well, of course I do. You want to 
A creation point, you and I? Yes, yes. I guess I should back up a little bit. Basically, Scavenge is in dead in multiple pieces on the creation point ground as we speak, and they are in need of a new tutor as of the uh, supplanting of the last one. And they suggested us, and I must say, I agree wholeheartedly. We will be the best tutors to guide uh, a new generation of young androids. I have never liked Belch, but so, yes. Of course! Yes? Of course! Of course! Ah! Your cabal's too tired! Wait, what do we do with the boat? Um, well, creation point barge! I love it! I love it too! Can we start a fire? Actually, you have been gone quite some time, so I take Pacemaker to the front of the barge, where right at the tip there's this big circular area just covered with a gigantic tarp, <gasps> and I dramatically grab the tarp and pull it the other side of the ship, probably hitting my own head in the process, <gasps> revealing a big metal bowl. <gasps> I've made a brazier. Oh, mon dieu, you know how much I wanted a brazier on the boat. Oh, Snooze, you make me tellement happy. Oh, can we start the fire right now? Your wish is my command. Oh, la, 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 la. That is the line, right? I, I, I forgot. I haven't. I think it is more like your wish is something that I will do for you. Oh, no, no, no. I know it. I know it. Uh, you ask and I shall receive. Ooh, I like that one. How about, how about, tell me and I will do the thing. Well, in that case, the thing. I raise my hand up to the sky and a gigantic moonbeam. Yes, <gasps> falls down. It's evening, you know, so the moon is in the sky. Directly from the moon, right onto the brazier lighting it up in a big, <gasps> dramatic show in crackling white flames. <gasps> I have never seen a moon fire before. It is the most majestic fire I have ever witnessed. I'm going to be honest. First time I've done it. I was uh, about 50-50 on if it would work. Oh, you're joking. It looks fantastic. You look like you know exactly what you're doing. Uh, I usually don't know what I'm doing. How are the others? Riot and Celestine and Chaita. Well, uh, Riot has killed her ex-boyfriend. He's very happy about that. Uh, I must say, she she is simply glowing. Celestine put on a great show and absolutely sent her to their birch running all the way back to mid-moss. And Crater seems a little bit angry still, but it is one of my favorite things about him. Shall we give it time? Sooner rather than later, he'll, uh, he'll forgive you. Oh, no, 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 no. That is another thing. I am fully forgiven. First, I was on probationary fold, so, you know, I had to prove myself a little bit, but I think I've done it because Trader says that we are back in the good books. Marvailleux! Marvailleux! Oui, 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 oui. Oh, oh, everything is coming up, pacemaker and snowshoe. In which case? Shall we go introduce ourselves to our new home? In which way? Take the barge up, uh, share a few cans of bean oil around the new brazier fire. No, no, no. If we are going to... Uh, Anoint a place, and he places a, a, a hand directly on Pacemaker's chest. Which way should we anoint it? Oh, you are right. Such an occasion requires some sort of ritual. Not one more world. And before you can respond, he wraps your lips up in his. Even through the kiss, you can hear a bit of a... <laughs> As the kiss breaks, Pacemaker's doing like a double-handed fan. Oh, I forgot how steamy your kisses are after being on the road for several days. Careful, he might run out of palms again. Oh, you. 
You huddle around the moon fire and embrace after a few days have passed apart from each other. And then, not long after that, you secure a tugboat to the barge and commence the process of moving upriver right off the Cransimmon Creation Point shore. The baby androids clap and cheer as they see the large vessel anchor in place and cheer even louder when they see Pacemaker returned, waving at them off the side of the barge. Aside from standing on the tip of the boat titanic style um i think pacemaker like asks snowshoe to like lift him in the air so that all (laughs) the baby androids when they see them coming it's like a a very uh majestic titanic moment i am tutor of the creation point (laughs) when snowshoe does it there's a slight roll of his eyes but yeah he absolutely does it and as he looks at the small baby androids He just, like, shakes his head and winks. (laughs) They're like, wow! Probably after that, Pacemaker might, like, indicate to Snowshoe, well, aside from a very happy reunion and new jobs, I I do feel that there is some additional work that we can do for the disaster words of the Grand Simian Grove. What do you think, my share? They are leaderless. They will soon be pigless, and I fear for them. Of course I'm willing to help, but uh, what would we do? Do you propose we take up leadership too? I don't know. I mean, in some ways, I I feel like I perhaps am not the right person to do this, being as involved as I was in their operations. But at the same time, I don't know who else can help them come down off pig better than you. I barely kept Garbazine alive myself, and I... I just don't want to face a pile of disasteroid bodies and have that on my conscience after I just cleared mine. Way back when, when I was but a boy, you know, in the cold breaks, I, uh, I've seen leadership go south. But what I haven't is seen go south is a community effort to, to help people. It'd be a, a good way to come to terms with my past, to help out, uh, yes... Yes. I mean, we have a boat, we have beds. Exactly. Uh, the sheets are already red, so if anybody bleeds, it's no problem. <clears throat> yes, uh, I probably need to wash them. You've been gone for a while. Oh, no. no. I am not even going to ask. I say that, but I must ask. What, what, what happened to the I have other duties, you know. I, um, I had to jump in after well, a friend contacted me. And you went back into the network? You didn't tell me? You were gone. I promised to be here for Garbazine, I know, but uh, it was only for a short time. Unfortunately, it was, uh, the crossover was not as good as it usually is. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I'm afraid you must do one more Titanic lift-up for me to forgive you for this one. Well, if I must... <laughs> we, we are two tears of the creation point! <laughs> this is a brand new horizon for us, Snowshoe. Are we going to be caretakers together? There's some part of me that still longs for uh, for risky adventures, but so long as you choose to be here, I'll be here. That's a promise. And I promise you that I will be here every time you come back from the networks. And I promise I'll be honest about the costs from now on. Agreed. Agreed. If that's the case, we must get started. And I uh, clearly have a lot of people to be introduced to. And I start waving at every single individual android. Baby androids are like, wow, wow, wow. Isn't he cold? <laughs> he looks so strong. Who are these guys? <laughs> Who are these guys? I wonder if they'll make us s'mores. We've been waiting for s'mores for days. S'mores, 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 s'mores. 
Uh, just one last uh, point of order here. Be very cautious when you go by the side of the river just down there and pacemaker like points to where a few dinghies are like tied up on the shore. There is an old fuck there that will make you do tasks that are, well, frankly, completely unimaginable uh, in order to use those dinghies. Uh, I must caution you. Why would I need a dinghy when I have a boat? You know, that is a fantastic question. <laughs> I, I feel as though you will not be having any old fuck problems. You've clearly had an adventure since last we spoke, and uh, we're going to need to sit down and talk about every single thing that happened. We have flew above the trees. You would not believe I was carrying cartas in my objects. I'm super You settle into life at the creation point. Group after group of baby androids arrive, greeted by both Pacemaker and Snowshoe. And after all, it's the year of the fool, typically a year known for sharp increases in android creation, and you both are kept very busy. Snowshoe. As a paver, one who delivers information between the networks, your work continues. The glitches are still alarmingly abundant, but the contact between you and your fellow network defenders remains consistent and unchanged. Until one day, you receive a message from Jana. Snowshoe? It's nightfall. They're missing too. <laughs> 